This week on the Push for Legs podcast, presented by Bear Bells, the truth about box jumps, sugar, top ice creams, and two idiots that aren't us. Three, two, one. I can jump higher than you, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hope. What's going on, bud? Yeah, but I can roll onto a box higher than yours, so, I mean, that's what matters. I mean, that's what it's, it's all the box. about. Hide the box, mate. Absolutely hide the box. My Skype thing's gone very small. It's, it's good on you. Is it all right for you? Yeah, you mate, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, mate. This end. <laughs> just ways. The problems are never at my end, Tom. They're Clearly. always your end. Clearly. I've um, just minimised everything. Well, I don't know. My, my window's gone incredibly small for some weird reasons. So I've just got down on my screen, to be honest, and my notes. That so, can't be pleasant. <laughs> down and notes, that's all I know. But yeah, no, we, um, I'm good, mate. Yeah, good. We had a good uh, few days with the Team Box crew. Um, we had an extra day because we had our workshop on Sunday. Uh, and then... Yesterday and today, we've just been in the office, hard at work, as always, uh, which was good fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, big shout out to Tom Hoff, who uh, came to the workshop and listens to Push Poor Legs. Um, it was great to meet him. And, yeah, so that was good. Um, he really liked the workshop. He said he loves the podcast. said he much prefers me to you, Tom. So, I mean, that was well, obvious. Obviously, he went down on my birthday. He went yeah. down to train. Yeah, he, he may, a disclaimer, he may or may not have said that. <laughs> well, in direct contrast to that, when I was out on my birthday in uh, Chelmsford, living it up, um, I got approached in the men's toilets. Bit weird. Um, but, <laughs> but in a restaurant, basically, by uh, a PT called Ben. And uh, he was like, are you Tom from Pushboard X? And I was like, Yeah. What's going on? I was quite drunk at this time, so I probably took way yeah. too much of his time up talking about like uh, Charles Poliquin and Balans in the industry and nice people in the industry. He said I was positive, so I was obviously in a good mood. So, it's good. yeah, well, mate, you, you usually are after a few beers, <laughs> uh, to be honest. Absolutely but yeah, I'm fine. glad. So, you know, you said you said to me, you were like, oh, you know, don't worry about getting me a birthday present. Don't worry about it. It's not not important. And what I actually did was I paid someone to go to the same restaurant <laughs> and, and give you an ego boost by pretending that they, they heard of you and knew who you were. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad that that was money well spent on oh, my art. Absolutely yeah. unbelievable. So, yeah. I didn't even know I was going to that restaurant, Dan. How did you? Oh, Absolute mate, I, surprise. Well, I, mate, I... I Mate, I, I spoke to Vicky and I was like, look, <laughs> just let me know where you're going. I, was like, I got a little surprise for Tom and she was like, oh, that'd be really nice. I'll really enjoy that. And, uh, yeah. and she's since told me that you've not shut up about it and your ego's so oh, big absolutely. now um, that all you keep talking about is that you're a celebrity. So, yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd never done it now, but hey-ho, we can't go back in time. And no, seriously, nearly wet myself. So it was quite fun. Um, <laughs> right, shall we uh, actually have some serious chat today, apart from giving out? Shout what do you mean today? To We've done yeah. 90 episodes without any serious chat. Why would we start now? We've got guests. Fuck off. All right. Um... <laughs> so We've turned go... gentle call. We talked about Star Wars. So... It's the way forward. So got... <laughs> That's, no, that is serious <laughs> chat, though. That is serious that is... chat, to be fair. I mean, I don't know what's in a... His, his basically brother from another mother will be coming on very soon, but we're basically yeah. talking that as well, to be honest. So um, we're going to go... I put on Instagram stories, I was uh, watching, because I'm such a nerd, I was watching some Mike Boyle um, today, because I just fancied, uh, 
he was doing a, a kind of video, free video up on, I don't know what it was. What was the website? Might as well put that out. Athletes Acceleration. Um, pretty cool website. Go and check it out. Got a load of stuff on there that I agree with, which is good. He says sports nutrition. Oh, he'll be really pleased about that. He'll be pleased yeah. that you agree with him. <laughs> I know. Shout out, Mike Boyle. You know, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure he listens. So, Mike, Rob- Mike Robertson, Eric Crazy. I'm sure they all listen. All the big dogs. Um, but yeah, they were talking about box jumps, and they were talking about. I was I was looking into our, uh, athlete testing. To be honest, I was looking at the testing protocols, um, and then I just clicked on a bit of clickbait because I was like, "Oh, box jumps! I like looking at those." And it was just a great article. Um, so yeah, it was basically the title "Box Jumps Higher the Better?" Question mark. Um, but we'll talk about that. I think because that's a a pretty good subject. I think it's. I don't know. It's, it's not taboo to talk about it, but a lot of PTs have a view, and a lot of PTs have the wrong view. Um, a lot of PTs have a view view about a lot of things, and they have the wrong <laughs> view about a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, let's but, narrow it down. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's something that is quite happily brutally done in a lot of classes. So we might might have a chat about that. Oh, definitely, we will have a chat about that because uh, box jumps are, <laughs> are beautiful things. Obviously, um, yeah. When got performed sh- correctly, yeah. You want just to like about- a, just like a nutrition plan, really. Like you know, when done properly, really, really good. But the fact is, ninety nine percent of people out there don't know how to give one out. But <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about sugar as uh, yeah, nutrition- keep talking nu- about sugar. Nu- nutritionists want to, and uh, basically, we got two idiots on uh, shoe things, right? Just two idiots. <laughs> yeah. Two yeah. massive idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, both with too much hair right now. I think <sighs> one one is making outrageous claims about the fact that they're they're like they're they're put everything into stuff and they're living out of a fucking car or some shit like bullshit. I'm <laughs> calling it, but yeah, yeah, it's good fun. Eh? Um, yeah, so box jumps down and in general testing with clients. So. What's well, box, box jumps is, is, I mean, the reason that I suppose we're, we're chatting about this is um, never once in my life have I ever tested a client's box jump because none of my <laughs> clients are athletes, you know, when I train them in, in London, um, for one. But two is that box jumps are just one of the most poorly executed things you will ever see in your life in literally nearly every gym I've ever been in. Because... Yep. Much like when someone ego deadlifts 100 kilos and they round their back and they can't do it, it's the equivalent of that only in box jumps is when they jump and their knees are by their chin and they nearly slip off the box. They've got one foot on it and half a foot off the other half, the other side, like nearly slipping, but they claim they did it because they stood up afterwards. No, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, mate. You're an absolute knob. Yeah, absolutely mental. Like, it's just such a commonly... <sighs> brutalized thing i will go out here and say i have made people do box jumps i made somebody do a box jump today in a session mm. today she is also uh kind of third stage knee rehab so she was doing them for a reason that and guess what, exactly guess, <laughs> guess what how big the box was dan Oh uh, well, how how tall was she? Maybe about i bet if she was about five foot six let's say maybe average yeah if the box wasn't Five foot four, at least, <laughs> then it was pointless doing it. So, sorry, mate. Um, oh, the, damn it. The, the box was 12 inches. Um, yeah. So it, was only, it was a yeah. foot. Yeah. I mean, so, I didn't know what 12 inches looked like. I couldn't I couldn't imagine how big that <laughs> I mean, yeah, not, not crazy, right? It's basically a step. You call it a step, really. It's 
already yeah. the driver's step. So, and I, and I made a jump on it. Absolutely mental. Um, but yeah, the box jump is just, oh, it's brutal. So what are we looking for when we when we do a box jump, essentially, Dan? What do you reckon? Well, the thing that I always say to people when they talk about box jumps is I always say that the height of your jump does not is not dictated by the height of the box. No. Like, the highest point of your jump is the highest point of your jump. Whether there's a, a six-foot box or a two-foot box or a no box in front of you, you've jumped the same height. So with box jumps, you're looking for maximal power to go up and to jump, to actually physically go up, right? But then you're also looking for a safe and appropriate landing on the box. Like that's partly the reason you do it. And it's just like absorbing force, not just fucking rolling onto a box <laughs> any way you can just to say you did it. Um, so yeah, it's just like, and I, like, oh, not, I'm not going to like pretend that I'm the know it or like, I don't know as much about mechanics as Tom does. I don't know as much about power development as Tom does, but at the same time, I know my limitations, but I also know how to perform a box jump and what is right and what is wrong. And what is wrong is jumping on a box that is far too high. Like I've seen people even try and jump to a box, even above their knee. And even for them, I've gone, that's too high. And they're like, no, no, I can do it easy. I'm like, no, no, but you changed how you jumped and how you landed because of the height of that box. That's not the goal of the exercise, in my opinion, or from what I've seen. Um, yeah. And it's just a bit of a, like, you know, you'll do it with a lot more of your clients when you were at third space. I wouldn't have done it with as many of mine because I just would, I wasn't as competent in terms of programming it. And I'd be like, actually, there's other things I would have done with that client. Um, and, you know, with someone in knee rehab, I would have maybe done, you know, a, a different kind of plyometric drill um, and then would have asked your advice if I'd ever needed it because you know more about this sort of shit being, you know, given your history as an athlete um, in <laughs> yeah. speed, speed and power <laughs> development. I said history as an athlete, you're not currently anywhere near <laughs> history as an athlete. Um, but yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, but yeah, the whole idea of a box jump is to get as high as you can but actually to land correctly on the box. Yeah, so I usually do it for, so you're looking for a little bit of spring factor? Get some elasticity in those tendons. Springy, springy, spring. Yeah, load them up. Get some uh, post-activation potentiation. So we're potentiating, potentiating a tendon. So we're trying to absorb energy in there. So even like a little credit card swipe underneath your Achilles would be like under if you heel, you're going to absorb some tendon. Absorb some tendon. Absorb some energy so it doesn't go straight into the box or the ground. Essentially what you're doing to try and do with a lot of plyometric drills. Because notice that not a lot of people, they generally land... <clears throat> And you kind of you can hear the energy, that massive stamp, that's energy that's gonna go straight into the ground. That's why we're asking you to land soft so it gets absorbed. Um, so therefore we get a little bit of tendon rehab going on, which is good in layman's terms. That was, was a little bit more brutal in physiological terms, but that's what you're trying to do. So the kind of the box jump, so what I was making her, I was doing landing mechanics, um, because I want her to basically land with her knees kind of going over like a third or fourth toe and not going straight into valgus. Um, so I'm trying to teach her to do that and one of my clients. Um, so we had, it's it's a little bit progressive to do like depth jumps. I've done a little depth drop before, not jump. I just drop her off like a foot, literally <laughs> yeah. that. I've seen those people do depth jumps and they do it off like a box that is equal height to the box that they're trying oh, to jump yeah. on as well. And I'm like, <laughs> like, mate, this is not ending well because you can't even uh, jump on that box <laughs> off one that's the same height as it. <laughs> it's absolutely exceptional they do look good and the knees are like flying all over the place hip structures all crazy so one of the biggest things for me um so if 
So it's the differentiation between a counter movement jump, essentially what a lot of people do. So a box jump is not run up and jump. Uh -uh. That's not a box jump. We're not gen we're trying to generate power. That's kind of a running jump, essentially. Um, you're adding some momentum into that. So if we've we've got a counter movement jump and then I guess a static jump. I can't remember what the fucking uh, test is called now because it's a vert, but then you can do a static hold. So you take away all the elastin in the muscle. So you, if you were to squat down to like a quarter to a half squat, wait for four seconds, you've taken all the elastin out and then burst. Yeah, that's just a concentric jump, isn't it? Just yeah, to... so, just, so that would be... So testing protocol, if we were ever to test this with an athlete or whatever, um, we'd do that. We'd do a counter movement, which is literally they jump as high as they can using a counter movement, so they go down then up. They don't fully squat, do they? So the idea is that your position as you take off should be the same position as you jump onto onto the box so if you i'm going to guarantee nobody is jumping out of a full squat absolutely guarantee it so whatever position they start to go up so it's more likely than a quarter they're going to land in a quarter squat and that is your what you're trying to do if they're landing with their knees next to their head they fucked up basically mm. i just remember <laughs> that was the rationale that football clubs used to do oh we're going to do quarter squats because um they don't they don't need to do full squats when they run or jump <laughs> yeah. yeah, apart from for injury prevention, of course. Um, yeah, because you don't want to be strong. You don't want to be strong through the whole range of the muscle. Just, just you know, just a heart, just a yeah. quarter of it. So, what a good way of looking at it is. So, if if you're looking at somebody's like, if so, the jump is a triple extension of the ankle, the knee, and the hip, right? So, when you're going up, you could just literally go, all right, this person's hip is like sixty inches from the floor, and that's your starting point. And when you land at the top you're then a measure from that hip upwards and that will be where basically if they're, they've dropped, so six, they've got to be able to jump 64 inches to jump to their hip, okay? If the box is higher than their hip, I'm guessing a lot of people do box jump higher than their hip. If you are not landing in the same place of your triple extension, you're standing tall, then you have not jumped 60 inches. If your box is 60 inches, you've jumped whatever it be, like 40 that's the point. So if you're landing in a deep squat and you're just kind of sliding onto it, it's not a box jump. It's the ability to hip flex. That's all it is. If I hip flex really, really fucking quickly and don't go anywhere, guess what? It's almost like I've jumped. So if, you can do it right now and fall in your ass. Absolutely fine. But just the ability to go in deep hip flexion very rapidly accentuates somebody's box jump and you think they jumped really high. Okay? Just look at where their head is. Right. If it's you're standing tall there and then you suddenly drop down, you've just kind of your feet have just come up. Well, you haven't jumped. No power. There's no, no nothing. Absolutely fucking. It's all like ugh. that's mm. that's that's just me pointing upwards and going. I don't like it. Um, it's just it's just abused movement. So I actually wrote a piece. It must have been three four years ago for Men's Health, um, and they wanted me to write about a box jump being. Uh, the total athletic movement or something like that. They were like, it completes athleticism. I was like, uh, I'm not writing that. Was fucking Wait, shit. Tom, you're telling me that those articles uh, in Men's Health are, are, are pre-kind of preconceived ideas of how they want no, to say something? No shit, no shit. Nah. <laughs> so, yeah, I refused to write that and wrote a different one. They still published it, but it was uh, about counter-movement jumps and actually measuring it and what could be better with counter-movement or broad. Um, but yeah, 
I just think as a general rule, just go for a smaller box and jump over the box. Not literally over it, but on, like above it, and then land. Still jump really high. Decrease injury risk. You're not going to fall over. Smash your, like, uh... I don't know what you're trying to get out of it apart from press people. Um, I don't really get it. Also, if in terms of what Dan said about programming, um, I think people program these crazily as well. Um, so I think we'll generally see them for, like, conditioning drills, which I've never done it for conditioning at all. Ever. ever. Why, ever. again, like, oh, someone so... I did <laughs> someone the other day, right? Doing jumps or plyometric drills in between sets of squats and only having 60 minutes rest between say squats and plyos the back to 60 squats, back minutes to plyos again sorry 60 seconds <laughs> between plyos squats plyos squats whatever and doing plyometrics and doing above 10 reps is just the biggest waste of time you've ever <laughs> seen in your life you're not achieving anything you're making your squats more difficult and you're you're basically diminishing the amount of amount of um adaptation and response you're going to get from the squats not only that your jumps then are ridiculous they're not explosive they're not powerful because there's too many of them and you're too fatigued from doing the squats like yeah. doing it back and forth like that it's retarded it's just so so stupid to do that that often um and it's just like just stop doing it and like stop overthinking everything if you're doing plyos do them separately do them first and make sure that you're on point with it yeah. do them properly do them effectively um, make sure that you recover effectively from them. Give yourself enough time in between the rest periods of the sets. Because if you just keep doing jump after jump after jump after jump, you're not allowing yourself to recover. And you're not going to jump as far. And it's not going to jump as high. And it's just not going to be as effective. Um, yeah, it really annoys me. Just like, <laughs> stop doing it as conditioning. It's so, not conditioning. It's not conditioning. I do them for like, I probably, the max I do is six, usually, of like any kind of jumping drill. Unless it's, Unless it's a plyometric traveling drill, then it'd be like 20 yards. Um, yeah, because that's, that's, I'm, I'm trying to generate power and force, and that's what I'm trying to do adaptation-wise. I realized for kind of musculoskeletal adaptation of musculature, you kind of do 14 reps and upwards, but this is high-risk like movements, and the fact is I don't want to create that risk that's going to be basically enforced under fatigue, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. So the only reason why you'd ever program it in, um, in any sense, would be like contrast or complex training, where it, it pretty much directly follows like a heavy set of fives or a heavy set of sixes or some really heavy, basically, that's your potentiating. You're potentiating and basically going into your plyometric drill. So you, what's suddenly going to happen, you're going to be even more explosive because you've activated every single part of your muscle fiber and been able to use that for, so if you're deadlifting and you want to be more powerful and you're an athlete and you're thinking this will really help me, um, chances are deadlift and go broad jump, do five and then five. Sweet, that's some awesome programming. That's like contrast training. If you do the same with uh, box jumps, but I'd still just do counter movement jumps if I'm gonna all honest or vertical jumps and just tap the wall at the top. Mm. And it's like tap. I've done the same thing. That's why. <laughs> that's why I don't get. I don't need a box. Um, yeah. So do that after your squats. That'd be absolutely. And you could do like full depth ones. You could do half rep ones. It'd be absolutely fine. But like fives or sixes, guys. Like it's just. It's just a really. It infuriates me when it's in conditioning because you kind of get the people who jump on and off, on and off, and on and off. It's kind of just, just wiggling their hips themselves. around. And yeah, I'd rather. I'd rather that we get some progress and like. I did conditioning with one of my clients today and they literally did battle ropes 
Um, that was it. I was like, eh, fine. You're the other doing four minutes of battle ropes, like 15 on, 15 off. They were shagged. So I was like, but obviously, if you if you it, that depends on. So if we if we were ever to do a fucking programming seminar, that's on like green, yellow light and red light conditioning where you're meant to be sitting. Um, I don't think a lot of people realise that we need to spend a little bit more in green zone, like less than 70% in Mm. conditioning and only maybe once a week in the red zone. That's like upwards of 85 to 90% for like eight minutes. Um, I think people focus on that crazy zone of killing somebody way too much and realize they probably need a bigger foundation of aerobic fitness before they do that stuff because that's going to only go up if they have a bigger foundation of aerobic fitness, which sucks. Um, but that's a completely different conversation. That's conditioning it's just, testing. it's just, it's just really, <laughs> like, if you put it in conditioning, the jumps in conditioning, like all you're doing is getting them out of breath. There's not really any other physiological outcome that the person's going to want. So for example, if you weight train, you get increase in muscle mass, um, that's the benefit of doing weight training, right? You get increased protein synthesis. Whereas doing jumps, you don't really get that. There's no really eccentric. It's just a bit of a, like, it's just, just, you just jumping around for the sake of jumping around. Just to burn a few <laughs> Potentially in tendons. God, man. Why not in a, in a, in a, in a class, like get a weight, do some squats, do some body weight squats to then fatigue yourself after that. It's safer get the same feeling i just the, i just the, it just I, shows to me for me whenever i see it done in a class it just shows a complete lack of basic understanding of what you're trying to achieve with an exercise what you're trying to achieve in a class and really a, a, a huge um a, a basically negligence in my, in my opinion on safety for your members of your class like that's it i'm like you can say you're a bit it's a bit stupid to say that or or you've been a bit over the top and it's like well it's not like if you're a smart if you're a smart trainer, you can do a gym class and you can absolutely knacker people to pieces, never doing a box jump ever. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, anyway, let's end it there because <laughs> just, I just dropped the mic, mate, on that. Drop the mic, mate, from class instructor Dan. Stupid. <laughs> Amazing, mate. All right. Um, have you been, you've not been kind of teased into a sugar. Oh, so yeah, Same. some started talking about sugar being fattening, and oh, I, I think I put the the face palm emoji. <laughs> That's all I did. I didn't get involved in any discussions. I just just did the emoji. So, I, I resisted pretty well. But yeah, like it just keeps coming up all the fucking time. Like sugar is fattening, sugar's fattening, and um, I was t- you know I was talking. Me and Mike obviously do the, our our videos on Facebook. Um, which by the way, if you do like please do make sure you like and comment on them because it helps us reach more people by doing that. I, because, I actually got a message saying that they're really funny. I, oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, apparently people are funny. <laughs> like, that's really good to hear. And like I said, we only know they're funny if people comment and say they're funny. So, yeah, if you could for us, that would be amazing. <laughs> because the way Facebook works, basically, is the more people who like and comment on it, the more people who also like our page will then see it. It's almost like they show a post to 100 people, and depending on how many people how many people like or comment on it who like your page, they then show it to a few more people on your page, for example. So, yeah, if you do, it'd be nice, you know, just to hear from it. But anyway, um, <laughs> so we did a we did a video, and it, you know, we're talking about sugar, and we're just doing a few more videos for another project we've got lined up in January. Stay tuned. Um, and we had to do a video today about carbs, and just been you know talking about sugar. And Mike does it; he has a great example. Uh, and you know a way that you can kind of get your head around the sugar is fattening if sugar was inherently fattening and sugar made you fat you could literally eat 
one fruit pastel or a whole tube of fruit pastels and that's it for your entire day, nothing else, and you would get fat. But you say that to someone, they go, no, I don't believe that wouldn't happen. And you go, right, so what would happen then? When would it happen? How many tubes of fruit pastels would you need to eat for you to get fat? And they'd be like, oh, I don't know, 20, 30. And you're going, right, exactly. So now you're saying it's about the quantity of them. You're, t- you're literally saying that because it's ludicrous to suggest that you would get fat eating one tube of fruit pastels. But eating 50 tubes of fruit pastels might make you fat. And that's what we're saying. That's literally what we're saying. We're saying it is exactly that, the quantity of the calories that you're eating. And and this guy basically was was um, was basically chatting shit on Facebook. And he was... Shock. He was, <laughs> he was using words and he was stringing sentences together that made no sense. He was using very sciencey, sciencey words like chronic uptake, um, lipid management, um, upregulation, downregulation, all these sorts of things. And I read, I read it and I'm like, I know what these words mean. And that does not make any sense what you've just said. It literally made zero sense. Um, just trying to sound clever. And you're obviously talking about ketones and all this sort of stuff. And he basically was like, oh, yeah, if you put two people in a calorie surplus, though, uh, of like 100 calories, and you gave the ones sugar and you gave the people fat, the people who had sugar would actually would get fatter quicker than the person who had fat. And I was like, no, they wouldn't. That's exactly the opposite of what would happen because actually your body is more likely to burn off the carbohydrate and it stores the dietary fat. So it's not the carbs that make you fat, it's the eating the fat that makes you fat. And I didn't want to get into the debate. I really couldn't be asked. But essentially what happens when your body overeats calories, right, is your body is more likely to burn off the carbohydrate that you're ingesting or use or use it or store it and it will then store the excess calories from the dietary fat in your diet right and it's why often in off season with a, with a client you would look to push their carbs up and keep their fats at a reasonably lower level because it could potentially reduce their fat gain even in a calorie surplus and all this sort of stuff because you burn off those carbs um so regardless of, of how big a surplus and where your carbs are fats are at whatever it's usually the dietary fat that is stored as body fat anyway this guy was just chatting so much shit Uh, and it just really started to annoy me because i can't believe we're still having this conversation in the 21st century um like there's nothing wrong with sugar sugar is not a sort of post of the day it's not addictive phil learny posted it we're not selling sugar on street corners people aren't breaking into the tate and lyle factory people aren't getting you know lines of it out on their table and snorting it and rubbing it on their teeth like it's just not happening and it's just people say why not why not is it i don't know i don't know (laughs) like what is it what is addictive is high calorie highly palatable foods that are high in sugar fat and salt and all these foods that people say are high in sugar and sugar is bad for you more often than not have got shitloads of fat attached to them that's that's usually chocolate oh it's fattening well doesn't what does that even mean but oh it's the sugar that's bad for you <laughs> it's not the sugar that's bad for you dark chocolate is just as bad for you as milk chocolate is it's just as bad or, for you if you're using those ju- just as good to you. or just as good for you exactly tom that's the right yeah. that's exactly right Thank you. and you know we constantly have these conversations with people all the time um an avocado is not better than a packet of fruit pastels it's not there's more calories in it I know we hate avocados again. Like we do, we do hate <laughs> avocados. Um, I actually don't mind the taste of avocado, but I just no, hate the fact just, that they I... are like 
touted as a health food because they're I, not. I think, healthy. yeah, I think a disclaimer needs to be put out. I, I will quite happily eat an avocado, probably like half an avocado, not. Oh, I do. No, I, I, yeah. I do. And if in yeah. off season, I would. And when I was on holiday in Cornwall, I had avocados every day with eggs on toast. Yeah. It was amazing. I, I, I seem to get tagged in endless amount of threads about yeah. uh, <laughs> about avocados and but, my hatred of them. But they, they, yeah, they're just, they're just the thing is the problem with them is they're the, they're the pinup of the like insta celeb. It is yeah, the female so, insta celeb, aren't they? Like the, the most Instagram picture on Instagram is an avocado, a picture of an avocado. Like is it? It is the most. Well, you know, you know who's got, you know thing. who's responsible for that, don't you? You know who's got a fucking answer to it for that. Don't know. Oh <sighs> god, we'll never clue. Clean eating. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just, um, yeah, it just frustrates the hell out of me that we're still having these conversations because um, I we've eaten sugar all the way through our diets. Um, you know, people are say like, oh, you can eat fruit, though, that's fine, that's got sugar in it, mate. You're a fucking knob. Um, like, oh, you can eat rice, that's all right. Well, that's got glucose in it, which is the same thing that's in sugar. Um, you know, and like, People just don't have a, an understanding of physiology. They just read something in the paper or they think they have an understanding of physiology and they read like, um, you know, Good Calories, Bad Calories by Gary Taubes and think they know what they're talking about. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, you don't, you haven't studied physiology at a, a, a level that you can understand this sort of stuff. And yeah, it's just frustrating. Really, really frustrates me that we still have to say these things. Um, so me and Mike have just decided to take pure sarcasm to, to the world just to try and get our point across. Of course. Um, because people aren't listening to us talking normally, so hopefully they'll listen to the sarcasm. Um, and it's nothing funnier than when you do like, we did a vegan video recently, slamming vegans, tagged hashtag vegan, and you get someone go, this is a great video, or this was great, I'm going to share it on my page, Sh- check out my page. I'm like, mate, we've just trashed vegan. Or we did it with keto the other day. I was like, mate, we've just trashed keto, and you're <laughs> great, keep up the good work. So yeah, <laughs> love Instagram. I, have, I love Instagram at the moment, it's hilarious. It's fun. I do, yeah. I do enjoy... Uh... I'm getting consistently like liked. I think I must have about 500 odd posts on Instagram, and there's one company that seems to be liking every like every hour. I must get about three likes from them on a different post. Like, it's almost like automated, isn't it? It's almost. it's almost it's almost like it's not somebody that yeah is actually really? doing it. So yeah. shame. Yeah, so basically, if anyone ever you know <laughs> says to you that sugar is fattening and that sugar's bad, you can use that little analogy and that little um, example from Mike. You can steal that from him, like I just did, and. I'd, I'd credit him if you don't post about it online because it's you know he did say it but um yeah just you know if you eat one tube of fruit pastels a day for the rest of your life would you get fat no okay well what happens if you eat 20 oh well, maybe yeah maybe yeah what about 40 well yeah probably yeah and then you can start talking to them well it's obviously the calories then isn't it it's to do with the quantity it's not to do with sugar necessarily so yeah does it have to be fruit pastels <laughs> I, I mean you can use anything but you know i mean the fruit pastels are pretty generic most people know what they are yeah um, you could use anything that's just pure sugar-based. You could say jelly beans. You could say whatever. But jelly beans, most, you could most, most people know that like one tube of fruit pastel isn't that much. Yeah. Whereas if you said, oh, a pack of jelly beans, well, how big is a pack of jelly beans? You know. Which nice, nicely leads us on to ice cream, mate. Well, yeah, I just, you know, you know, you opened the show when we were uh, the recording, sorry, on Skype and you were munching on a feast and I was extremely oh, jealous because I'm, because I'm dieting. Um, <laughs> and it just got me thinking about, actually, you know, what are your favourite ice creams? Because we had a chat the other day about favourite ice creams and 
I had a Ben and Jerry's flavor the other day. When I'm dieting, I do like a little bit of ice cream. So I had about 50 grams of Ben and Jerry's or something. Um, I, I did do an Instagram post, I think, a story the other day with like several different ice creams. And that is one of the biggest things. I know. We, um, I think it's another thing that divides opinion a lot, isn't it, ice cream? So that's why I thought we could we could chat about it. I mean, I mean, it's it's also bad because it's sugar. But there's well, you can't there's eat a lot sugar. So. I know. Yeah. So we 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 will get fat from it because I'm bulging right after my feast. Yeah, like that guy who ate pure ice cream and whey protein and yeah, lost shit as a weight. Yeah, but, loads, yeah. but but sugar <laughs> is definitely fattening though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but ice creams, feasts are a solid pick. I don't know why I fancied them. Um, it was just like... Feasts yeah. are solid, yeah. Absolutely fine, but... You've got to be in the mood for chocolate, I think, with a feast, though. It's yeah, not just well, it's not the ice cream, is it? It's the big block of chocolate at the end. Uh, yeah, the, the end. Munching all the way through, mate. Um, oh, but the end. That's different eating techniques of ice cream right there. But So th- there's been a big... Uh, put, well, I bought those like Oreo things. So oh. the Oreo things. So James Blanchard, shout out to that man. Uh, good powerlifter. Um, yeah, he, he, he thought they were incredible. Um, a different uh, opinion of, on that post, mate. Cause, so, uh, so with that, I'll tell you why I think they're shit. And it's I'll tell you why I'm kind of on the fence. Or what's good and what's I, bad. I had the Ben and Jerry's, and they, yes! called, it the, they, called, it the, <laughs> they called it the witch. Yeah. Right? Now, the Ben and Jerry's witch is cookie dough ice cream from Ben and Jerry's with two cookies either side of it in a little, like, a little packet. And they're about, not that I know this off the top of my head because I eat them when I'm dieting, they're about 30 grams of carbs, 10 grams of fat. So... Pretty reasonable in terms of calories and carbs and stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, it's pretty decent. And I had one and I was like, oh my God, that is incredible. That is just the amount of ice cream that you need to be satisfied. It's not too much, not too little. And the cookies, somehow, even though they're frozen, obviously, are really like, they're a bit buttery and crumbly. And I was like, this is perfect. So I had that. And then I saw the Oreo one and I thought, oh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try one of those. And I had it. And the cookie bit, is so like soft and you're like soft, oh you're like it's not a bit yeah. like oreos are crunchy right and i was like right so it's not like that at all and then i had the peanut butter one and the ice cream didn't really taste of peanut butter it just tasted a bit odd yeah um and i was just after i think i spoiled it by having the witch first i should have had the oreo first Absolutely. and then i would and then i'd have been all right i think but i was just so disappointed with it and the size wasn't as big as the witch um so i just from that point forward was like no not having it it's a waste of waste of time literally exactly the same so i had i'd had the witch before the they're oreo great. and then and then if you see them witches in anywhere buy them they're incredible they they are a little bit more expensive but they are a lot bigger basically i wrote back to james i was like basically i'm gonna have to have the whole box of oreos to get get my fulfillment mm. um and then yeah it wasn't it, the texture wasn't super quite fantastic but it was, it was all right it was just like uh i wish i'd i wish i'd port purchased the because i was like oh i'll try them i was i was going for the ben and jerry switch and then i kind of diverted back i don't know how annoyed you were i know oh god what a disappointment (laughs) um yeah so anyway ben and jerry's then ice cream let's start ben and jerry's ice cream because ben and jerry's is is you could go flavor by flavor dude like ben and jerry's is in itself like a category right so absolutely the other day i had the blondie brownie and it had the caramel core in it and that was one of the best ones I've had in a long time because it had it had vanilla ice cream and it had dark cho- and it had chocolate ice cream as a as a two side by side. It then had the caramel bit in the middle, which, in my opinion, goes better with the vanilla than the chocolate. Yeah. But then within each chocolate were brownie pieces, and in the vanilla brownie was like a blondie brownie, and in the dark chocolate brownie was a dark chocolate brownie. 
And for me, it had that perfect blend of the sweet caramelly sauce, the the nice creamy ice cream, but then the chewiness and the texture of the brownie were just like, I was eating it and I was like, this is incredible. This is like one of the best Ben and Jerry's I've ever had. Um, and then I had the other one I had the other day was the topped one. And I don't know, I don't get what they're trying to do with that because it was really like, it's just a little bit of like, like soft chocolate. Yep. But then the the ice cream underneath was just like a normal Ben and Jerry's. There wasn't really anything added to it. I didn't really get the point of it. Whereas the core, I understand a bit more because they split the two flavors up usually. Yeah, the core's the core's great, but the top thing that's also started to happen on uh, like Cornetto-y kind of thing because Oreo have also done that on a Oreo Cornetto where they have a little layer of like soft chocolate on the top. So I don't know whether I think Oreo and Ben and Jerry's are basically. Head to head, having it on basically. Yeah, going to be on there, I suppose. Yeah. But I saw that they topped the other day on the advert. Did a strawberry cheesecake, which it sounds incredible. That sounds um, good. But yeah, Ben and Jerry flavor is the best one. So that was a that was a really good one. It has to be one of the best chocolate ones that I've had from Ben and Jerry's, I think. Um, but then when I was in Newquay, they had a Ben and Jerry's um, ice cream parlor there, mm. and the two the two best ones I've ever had were Cherry Garcia, oh, incredible. But you can never find it anywhere in the shops, and Chunky Monkey, which Ooh. is banana. That's banana ice cream with the um, like dark chocolate bananas in, with mm. caramel as well, I think. You entice me with the name, but I don't really like bananas, so I'm, that, that can fuck off. Yeah, yeah. If you don't like bananas, you wouldn't like it. But yeah. the cherry glacier as well, like cherry ice cream with bits of cherry sauce and dark chocolate bits. So, but, but out of the, th- the three classics, you've got cookie dough, brownie, and I guess you go fish food. Fish food, yeah. I mean, it's cookie dough all the way for me. Yeah. I think nos- nostalgic is like fish food. Because I think that was probably the. It's got the marshmallows the, in it. Yeah, the marshmallows are cool. Yeah, little, see, they're pretty good. It's quite yeah. cool. It's, it's good. It's a solid, solid yeah. purchase. But also on the that's kind of free reign. It's not like a lolly or anything like that. Or yeah, so let's go on not... lolly now. So go on lolly then. So you best lolly. like lolly. This can't be chocolate. This is a lolly. I'm I'm not I'm not like six no. years old, mate. I'm not six year old. Don't buy lollies. What, what? All right. Well, when you did, what was your favourite? <laughs> don't know. Not like I, a clipo, I, no. Fab, Calippo always used to get me. I kind of, it's it's fine, like sucking it, wonderful. Um, but down, getting down to the bottom, me. I'm, I'm 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 a bit disappointed to the uh, like the. I think a lot of people like the juice at the end, me. Indifferent, indifferent. Just get a drink Just like um, yeah, what are you doing? I used to like um, the 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 fruit, fruit pastel lollies are pretty fruit good. Right? Oh yeah. no, I know. I mm, yes, it, this this is a mixture though. Again, because I'm not. Twisters, Twisters were there. Would you change your fucking tune? Going from oh, don't eat lollies. Oh no, 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 no. But Twisters got an ice cream on it. Twister counts as lolly, though. That's a lolly. That's got a yeah. stick. It's a lolly. Like... <laughs> yeah. All right. There we so go. Disclaimer: that. Dan, anything that has a stick, Dan will call a lolly. What if it's got ice cream on it? <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon that's a. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Twisters twist... up there. That's, Twister. that's, 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 that's epic. That's your number one. That's your number one lolly. That's, yeah, that's number one. I don't think anything's beating that. Um, and then cone. What about cone? Cone. You've got to go some sort of cornetto, surely. Well, yeah, obviously, obviously cornetto. But what's your flavour? What are you going with? Because you can have strawberry. Well, no, you can't you can obviously have say that mint. because, because you you've got smarties mint, you can have... ones. You got other shit. You got well, Oreo they don't ones. Come now. close, do they? they don't come close. <laughs> um, uh, you just you just go chocolate mint or normal like classico. I believe it's called. I had a, I had a honeycomb crunch once. That was nice. Sounds alright. Honeycomb crunch cornetto was good. You go classic ninety nine. You there? Um, and then bars. I guess it's bars like slash. Oh, the Mars. You, you've got to go. You've got to go Mars ice cream bar. Um, 
because well, six are good as well. But yeah. as as from a uh, I think Emma Story Gordon posted out a long time ago, and I bought a pack of, like t- I think two or three packs of them. I was like, I'm healthy now, right? Because uh, yeah, they're my, less calories than they're less calories than normal Mars bar. Yeah. It's only 140 yeah. calories per Mars ice cream bar. That's Absolutely pretty amazing. good. It's pretty fucking decent, right? But it's got sugar in it, so it's fattening. So, <laughs> but yeah. Near that. <laughs> pretty much, mate. But yeah, you got to go Mars Magnum, something that ways. Feast. Is a classic though. That literally in, is in a box of family classics. So, yeah. Ooh, I mean, Mag- the- Magnums are alright, but they're just a bit. I mean, a Magnum's a Magnum. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't go out my way to go get a Magnum. Really? Whereas, I, whereas I'd go out my way to get Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. I'd still go out my way to get a Magnum. They are good. They've done what they've done wonders with like the peanut butter one. It's got like double. Oh, the things. double one. I had the raspberry yeah. one the other day. Yeah, the raspberry the ra- one's pretty decent. Raspberry yeah, yeah. and milk chocolate. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, stupid things, Dan. We might so as well. send, Yeah, before we start this, send us your favourite ice creams, guys. Let us know what you like. <laughs> and we'll, um, we'll do a little I'm, review. I'm them. sure somebody's like... Uh, it's protein ice cream, right? Yeah, well, yeah, the other thing as well, just before we do stupid things, because this, this is a stupid thing, is my client, Paul Ellis, uh, <laughs> mess, messaged me the other day and was like, how the hell was Cookie Crisp not winning the cereal cast? Because it is just small cookies. And I was like, no, it's not. It's not small cookies, it's though, is it? Because if, if it was small cookies, it would have fucking won. It's false advertising. They're just like crunchy bits of bland wheat. It doesn't even taste like a cookie. There's no chocolate chips in it. I'm sorry. Like, Cookie Crisp, not a good cereal. Absolutely. And Paul Ellis, to drive that home, um, I did an Instagram vote the other day because two cereals were on on sale in Tesco and it was Wheatos and Cookie Crisp Wheatos did, every day I got the, Wheatos what did the public choose? Wheatos yeah. so I bought Wheatos because Cookie Boom. Crisp is, is false advertising they are not cookies they're not small cookies <laughs> they're not great like meh meh just no. not a fan not That's little cookies no. like stupid thing Paul Ellis sorry ooh that sounds like bollocks probably cause it is stupid things on the internet right, this um, week <laughs> yeah so I pointed Dan out to a uh, a thread on Facebook that had been pointed out to me by a host of Eat Lose Lift, I believe it's called. But yeah, Brad has sent me a, a link to the muscle food uh, thread that basically uh, there was obviously we, we we talked about it very briefly uh, last week on Joe Wicks ate a chocolate bar and he's just going to pot and basically. He finds it really hard for motivation in the time between um, summer and Christmas. I was, like, I was like, yeah, cool. Like, Starbucks have got their gingerbread lattes coming out. they got their the pumpkin spice lattes right now. Because this, this is the day after Halloween, guys. So I hope you're trick-or-treating, Dan. Um, oh, yeah. He didn't take, didn't take little Izzy for trick-or-treating around Bath. No, mate, no. She she can't eat sugar. It's fattening. <laughs> Fair play. Um, yeah, so I think uh, Mr. Ben Coomber did a post that Muscle Food uh, shared, um, which is great for him. But going through the thread was it was just quite funny, to be honest. I'd urge people to go go look at it. Um, it's on their Muscle Food UK page. But it was it was quite funny just looking at what people were saying about both of these personalities and what they're trying to the cynical nature of them saying, Oh, I bet Joe's gonna be coming out with his new fitness DVD soon. I was like, 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's he's just got a load of publicity for free for it as well. Great. So now he's in everybody's kind of mind at the forefront, and they're like, Ooh. "Oh yeah, he came back on the rails. He's he's gone off a bit, and now he's coming back on." Hashtag marketing, absolutely amazing. Um, but maybe we should do that. Go that down. Just go off the rails. Nobody would fucking notice. But um... yeah, I was about to say, mate, I think that's the problem there. Is, um, yeah, the problem is the Daily Mail aren't going to come knocking at us, mate. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If we do something pretty mental, then we might. I mean, they might see you um, in the toilets of a restaurant. On your <laughs> oh, hang on a minute, you're tall. Yeah, um, yeah, like it's just, it's just a bit like, like leave the poor guy alone. Like we all have periods. Like we can all pick on everyone who's had periods of like low motivation. Like I, I've had that recently, and like to have someone share that about me to try and boost their own. Yeah, it was just would be like I'd I'd feel a bit. I'd it was just it was just in I think in I think your opinion and my opinion it was just a kind of a little bandwagon push to be like obviously he's got a, an opinion on this and he used his platform to talk about it but it was just like meh all right he's done a lot of good or whatever and just it's saying even, that, he's, saying that he's saying done, he's, it's, it's not even whether he's done good or done bad it's like you have no idea what's going on in his life at the moment so no. okay to say for example flexible dieting right is the most it's, it's arguably one of the most sustainable ways that you can keep your diet going for long periods of time right compared to something like the 90-day plan that joe wicks does right for example let's just say however even if you're flexible dieting and you have a family emergency or a family death or something happens in your life where you develop a mental illness or something that you don't tell anyone about and you develop that and you go off plan and you lose motivation, it's nothing to do with the fucking diet. It's nothing to do with the meal plan. It's nothing to do with his system. It's nothing to do with anything. It's not even, and nothing to do with the person who shared that post. It's to do with the fact that this person is going through something in their life at the moment they're struggling to deal with. For all we know, Joe Wicks is struggling to deal with his fame or is like being in the public eye all the time, which I think, I have no idea, I've not read any, any of these. I've not read this post or I've not read that article. But he could be going through a real tough time emotionally dealing with his massive change in lifestyle, which you hear people about. Like I've, I've been around footballers, luckily some of my life, so have you. And some of them find it very hard to deal with being in the public eye all the time or they find it difficult. And you only have to look in the papers and see on the news that there are a lot of footballers who develop things like depression, mental health problems. Um, and to have someone pick apart that potential, you have no idea what's going on behind, their, behind closed doors, to pick apart someone's diet plan or system or hard work to try and increase their social media following in my opinion is the lowest thing you can possibly do and that's what it's that's why it's been that's why it's been done that's the only reason it's been done and it it, it just shows the level of character it just shows the character in my opinion that's what it shows it shows the level of character of someone to stoop that low to try and do that to try and increase their following or just to get their name out there and to get their name in the public eye whether joe wicks has done it as a marketing stunt or whatever we don't know whether the daily mail got hold of something that they shouldn't have got hold of we'll, we don't know but what we do know is that we have no idea what's going on behind closed doors with joe wicks in his life that it is we can't look at that and go oh it's his diet plan that's the reason he's lost motivation this isn't a good advert for his diet plan hang on a minute, mate, you can have the most perfect diet plan in the world, but if you're going through problems at home, that's between you and whoever you're having the problems with. That's no one else's business, and it's nothing to do with the diet plan. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that frustrates me, um, is that you have no idea why someone loses motivation for stuff. And for someone who I know to be the way they are, to do that, I know the reason they've done it. And that's what annoys me. Very funny, true. 
put it this way, he doesn't give a fuck about Joe Wicks. He doesn't. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, and I don't give a fuck about Joe Wicks, but I'm not posting about him. Mm. I'm not posting on my page going, oh, Joe Wicks' diet plans are shit. Like, and, and taking the piss out of the, the news article because it's in the public eye to try and get people to follow my page or whatever. I might joke around about meal plans in, in general on on Facebook, but there's a difference between a two-minute video funny joke where I don't name the person or I, I think don't it's, name the thing to I, I, just I, taking it to the extreme and trying to boost people onto my products and my following by taking the piss or having a go at someone's system when they lose a little bit of motivation and they want to eat a bit more food and they want to eat a few more calories. Who's to say Joe Wicks isn't bulking right now? Like, Very true. It just, it, just, it just like, yeah, it just pisses me off because it's just low. It's extremely low. Um, and like I said, you have no idea what is going on in Joe Wicks's life. I mean, it's not even like that I know of. I don't know whether he's like kind of ever called Joe out or gone at Joe or like, like, I've quite happily like done messages on people's videos before and be like, dude, that's not right, or this is why this is wrong, because I'm going directly at the source. This is just kind of in a roundabout way to jump on kind of somebody else's social media vibe, and just a bit not on. If you haven't gone straight at him and been like, dude, this, was this because of your? Do you think this is because of your uh, ninety day plan that you've tried to keep to? Is that but, why? But, it was but, but it's not even that though. It's it's the right. If 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 the post had have been, um, you know, we've seen regularly that people can lose motivation when they're following meal plans because they're quite hard to stick to, and sometimes the rigidity of them makes it difficult to stick to them for the long term. You may go through periods of losing motivation, blah blah blah. That's fine. But he's he's shared the post. Like, there's a reason that it's been done. The reason it's been done is to try and get traction. It's the only fucking yeah. reason it's done. Like, it's not a leave the names out of it. Like, leave it out of it and just go look. You know what? Like, I've seen this and like, I'll just I won't put any of the funny names in. I'll just say, look, generic meal plans. This kind of plan. The plans that recommend low carb, high fat, coconut oil, whatever, whatever you want to say, right? But like I said, it's obvious why it's been done and. Good on all the people on the Muscle Food website for commenting back and having a little pop because quite rightly, I've seen a few of the comments, and quite rightly, they're having a go and they're saying, who are you to say this? Who are you to say that? Because it's right. It's 100% right. Um, yeah, and like, I'm, I'm, people might go, who are, we to, <coughs> who are we to say it's right or wrong? Well, we're not. We're just giving our opinion on something. It's our podcast <laughs> and you subscribe to it, listen to it. So, and like, so hopefully you want to hear our opinion on this sort of stuff. But Definitely um, not. It's it's just it just it's so low and it's just it's pathetic behaviour from someone who just wants to be famous and that's all they ever care about. Um, but yeah, anyway, rant over, rant over, rant Daniel, all over. Done. That went. Quite, I I didn't think I'd get that emotional about it to be honest, but I just did. Sorry, it's uh, well obviously the topic, but the uh, what's involved is a little bit close, right? So yeah. Well, it's just like. It's not even that. It's just who gives a fuck? Whose business is it? Like, I just think it's, yeah, like if someone said to me, why did I lose motivation like, the last few months with training? I wouldn't be able to give you an honest answer. I wouldn't be able to say it's one thing in particular. There's a multiple things that, that contribute to that. But there are so many other little things that contribute that it doesn't, like, my, my, my way of dieting is the most flexible and it is the most efficient way of doing it it is the most flexible dieting that i've ever seen like so if that's the case then it's easy just to say oh it's the diet (laughs) plan it's your fault it's like oh you're not eating healthy enough it's like well no i was still eating healthy like i was still eating a certain number of calories like i was still eating veg i was still eating protein like 
And it, yeah, anyway, enough said about it. It's just, it's just. <laughs> Ooh, it, done. Yeah, just yeah, fucking what a knob. Yeah. <laughs> all right, sorry, mate. All right, I'll bring our show to a close. Fifty minutes, solid. All right, um, any announcements, team box wise? There's nothing that's going on. No, mate. No, we're just going to be no. real busy now between now and New Year, um, cracking Lovely. up with projects and stuff. So we've got our retreat in November. We have all our clients, uh, eighteen of our clients, I think. Um, so that's in uh, three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, two weeks this weekend. Shit, three weeks. So yeah, that'll be fun. Um, yeah, and looking forward to that. And yeah, other than that, we'll just be doing our usual thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um... I'm not powerlifting this year because I got injured, so wonderful for that. Too many box jumps. Too many box jumps, so lovely. Um, I'm currently rehab. If anyone, hence why, uh, if you if you do follow my Instagram, I have not posted a uh, workout video in a very long time or any kind of other of those videos. Somebody actually commented to me in the gym the other day and was like, "Yeah, you haven't been posting that much." And I was like, "Yeah, because." I haven't been training that much, so... Yeah, someone's already going to post a video about his training traction. <laughs> Literally, I've had to do, like, a rehab protocol. So I'm do- if you really want to see me doing hydrotherapy, then pff, I'll get mate, that filmed. I, I would love to see that, mate. <laughs> Literally, like, looking at a beach whale. Literally, that. The most dull <laughs> fucking splashing around. Most of the fucking, like, pool water outside. Disgusting. It's not good. It's not good. Look. Yeah, but... Also, in other news, I changed my Instagram handle, but it's because it, it was too long. So short. Yeah, it, it took up. Like whenever you do a story. Yeah, a I was just like, I was just like, well, is this, this is, I'm just PPL. It's fine. People refer to it to me as PPL, so I might as well refer to it as well. So it's fine. Um, yeah, sound, mate. All good. Right, um, we've got some guests coming up soon at some point. If anybody wants to go on the Facebook group, obviously get yourself in there. We should do something in there soon, Dan, to be honest, um, because a lot of people run it for us, um, which is amazing, really. Um, this is exactly how a group should be, according to Souk. Um, so it'd be absolutely fine. So get in there. If you want to share anything, please do. If you want to ask us questions, please do. We are pretty uh, active in there when we have to be. Um, or somebody else will be very active in there. Anyway, um yeah apart from that go instagram go share go follow go like all that kind of crap um, leave us a review we lovely we love it when we randomly see a review we're like oh there's a new review let's read it so, yeah. <laughs> also no 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 no. we've got to say one thing because i screenshot this to you dan so we've had nearly about 50 ratings we've got our oh, first yeah. first four star fuck you yeah man. not not that not that tom's annoyed about it at all like, i fuck i still you. consider four out of five stars to be fairly good absolutely not no so on those like questionnaire things if i would be like one it's shit five star it was great or three it was kind of like bleh, i didn't really think of it in of it mm-hmm. four stars means like you've enjoyed it but you you didn't like something yeah maybe it was you maybe maybe it was my review that i finally left <laughs> It was probably probably my mum actually getting around to reviewing it, and was like, "Nah, it doesn't it doesn't really draw me in." Um, not five stars. Oh, well. Or it would be sabotage. It's boxy. Stephen Box probably did it. That's what he it's did. Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, on the back of that, five star reviews only, please. Um, or <laughs> uh, or just leave us some funny reviews so I can read them out because I find that even better. Um, yeah. All right. Peace out, guys. We'll catch you next week. Catch you later, guys.